0: Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share the recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For almost 20 years, I made up a new story for my children every night at bedtime. Many of those stories were recorded, and now I'd like to share the very best of those with you. I hope you enjoy these stories for wonderful children.
1: Tammy and her parents woke in the morning after the balloon had been flying all night in order to try to get away from the pirates. They found that they were out over the ocean. As a matter of fact, all they could see in all directions was ocean. And that sort of had them a little worried because they didn't know where they were going. And they were sort of afraid that they have enough water to last them more than two or three days without landing to get more water. At so first they decided after looking carefully, that they didn't see anything, so Tammy got out her spyglass and she opened it up and she looked north. She saw nothing except water. She looked west. She saw nothing except water. She looked south and saw nothing except water. She looked east and saw nothing except water. So they decided that their best guess with it was that they'd been blown quite a bit east during the night. And so her parents set course to take them north and west by going up and down until they found a good wind that was blowing to the northwest. And then they sat down and had breakfast. Their breakfast was bacon, which they all ate. And toast, which is making me hungry, which they all ate, and orange juice, which they all ate except for Lorenzo, who just liked water, and who flew down and drank out of the sea. Well, that would be except for two things. The first is one red orange can't fly, two, that would be an extremely stupid idea. Yeah, two, you can't drink out of the ocean. At least people can't. So anyway, after breakfast, Tammy got out her spyglass again, and she looked east, and she saw nothing. She looked south, and she saw nothing. She still looked west, and she saw nothing. And she looked north, and she saw a broad, long peninsula of land up ahead. She pointed it out to her mommy and her daddy, and they all hoped that it really was a peninsula, and not just an island, and that it would attach to the mainland, so that they could start looking for a lake. And so. And just in case anyone who is listening to the story is wondering, peninsula is spelled P-E-N-I-N-S-U-L-A. Thank you very much. Ms. Superspeller, that is correct. Thank you. But anyway, they were very happy to see the peninsula, and so they sort of went up and down a little bit until they found a good north wind to blow them straight towards the peninsula. And they flew over it, and they saw that at the end of it, where it joined, there was a lake. And the lake did not seem to go right up to the ocean, so they hoped that it was fresh water. They landed, and they tried it, and it tasted okay, so they boiled a bunch of it and took it. How do you boil water? Well, they had a little stove that they used to boil water. They had a stove in the balloon? They did. A little camping stove.
0: Uh.
1: But anyway, after they'd gotten water, they went fishing in the lake, and they caught some fish for their lunch. And then they took back off north and they all spent some time looking at the map trying to figure out where it was that they they were and finally they found a peninsula that was about two thirds the way back home called La Peninsula de la Luga which means the peninsula of the lake and they figured that that must be where they were so that at that point they were pretty happy because they were most of the way home. And they hadn't seen the pirates all day, which also made them very happy. They were going on when they suddenly heard a hissing sound. And they looked up and they saw that a tear had developed in the balloon. And the balloon was starting to float downward. It was sort of falling faster. Her mommy fired the burners. And they dropped off the sandbags that they used as their weights. And that slowed the balloon's fall, but the balloon continued to go slowly down until they bump, 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 landed. They tied the balloon down, and then they had to let all the air out of the balloon. And her mommy got out the repair kit to repair the hole. While she was repairing the hole, it was Tammy's job to run and pick up the sandbags they had dropped. She, there were three of them. She took the first one. It was pretty close because they had dropped it not that long before they landed, and then the second one. She what, had to walk for quite some. What did Lorenzo some, do? He walked with her. She had to walk for quite some way. When she got to the third one, walk. she found. Yeah. She found. What do
0: you mean, chicken foot there?
1: She found that this third sandbag had burst open. And so then she had to walk back to the balloon and get a needle and thread and come back to sew the sandbag up. And then she and Lorenzo scooped as much of the sand as they could back into it. And then they sco- scooped some dirt and rocks and other things in there to get the bag completely full. How does a bird scoop? By his beak.
0: Uh, You mean he carried those things in his mouth?
1: Just the small stones. Oh, I thought it was dirt. And then that on the would be w- disgusting to put in your mouth. Yes. On the way back, Lorenzo wandered off doing some hunting, and he came back with two lizards in his beak. And when they got back to the balloon, which his mommy had almost fixed, he ate one, and he put the other one inside the mouth of the metal tin can roadrunner statue, you which got, what. A dead lizard in the mouth of the Roadrunner statue that he had hunted. And by the time they'd finished fixing the balloon, it was too late to go on. Tammy thought it was really odd that Lorenzo was giving a dead lizard to the statue. But she figured he was a Roadrunner, and Roadrunners could be a little weird, and sometimes not that smart. So she had dinner, but before she went to bed, just out of curiosity, she checked sure enough, the dead lizard was still lying there in the, the statue's beak. And she went to sleep with her mommy and daddy. When she woke up first thing in the morning, she again checked the Roadrunner statue, only to find that the lizard was gone. The statue ate the lizard, Mom. That's silly, said her mom. Statues can't eat. Lorenzo was probably just saving it for later there, and he ate it during the night. Yeah, said Tammy. Yeah, that's probably the explanation. But still, she vowed that she was going to keep a close eye on that weird little statue for the last part of her trip.
0: Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but heckling and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and the logo was designed by Silas Wendelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the stories, please tell them about the show. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and preview snippets are posted to most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.